Trying to decide whether that new game is worth your $60? Or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time. Well, you came to the right place. This is the only podcast that tries to answer the question. Should I buy it, though? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Should I Buy It, Though? I am Giancarlo by default. (gasps) Dang, that was good. I'm Bravely TJ. No, damn it. Damn it, TJ. Ah, uh, uh, You could be Amanda, I, too. Ah, uh, fine. I'm I'm bravely Amanda. Blah, 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 blah. No, you could just be Amanda, too. <laughs> Why am I Amanda, too? No, I'm Amanda, <laughs> one. No, what? What, baby? No, what? I've got okay, one. I, I've got a good one this time. Okay, I'll just I'll just give it to you, Nick. What Nick, are you? you have an easy one, please. Oh, I don't think I'm thinking of what you're thinking. Okay, go for it. I'm defaultly Nick by Bravely. (laughs) (laughs) You thought I was going to say I'm Bravely Nick by default. I bet you did. No, I didn't. Oh, no. And this week we are talking about Bravely Default 2. Yeah, I'm confused with Bravely Second because who wants to name the third game 2? Right. I'm so confused. There's Wait, just what? like a. Uh, so I don't first, think it's a so sequel. The first game like a is Bravely game. Default, right? There's a follow up to that called Bravely Second, and this is Bravely Default Two, which has nothing what to do with Bravely hell? Default. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's misleading. All right. Thank you for well, that clarification. This is a new JRPG that. Is it a Switch exclusive? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Queen. Yeah, it's a Switch exclusive. Um. I can't tell you much more about it because this week I'm just in the peanut gallery. We're real busy here at Whimsic Productions, so uh, I'm I'm just here to listen today. That's cooking. that's my context. <laughs> what yeah. did you guys do? <laughs> uh, I, being that it is a <laughs> Switch exclusive, I still don't own a Switch, so I, I, I didn't get to play it. So, so that's tempted. yeah. Just send. I I will take it graciously. Boop boop boop. Someone donate a Switch to Amanda, and we'll add a feet pick tier to our Patreon. <laughs> Oh my, yeah, I'm not against it. I just painted my toes. They look so pretty. They're green for March. <laughs> oh, God. Happy Leaf Erickson Day. TJ, anyway, TJ, Palazzo, how did you do I play, it? I played the game. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I also played the game. Not the first one. This is my first Bravely Default 2, I like, I, <laughs> but I played, I, the I first played one, it. And then I like lost it, but I enjoyed playing it. You played the first one? <laughs> I I played some of it, and then I lost the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. Right. And as we know, you played it on the Switch. So, how did it go? How'd you like it? Yeah. TJ, did you, you want to lead us through it since you uh, you seem to have the most experience with this one? <clears throat> I mean, only have more experience very slightly. Uh... <laughs> so, Bravely Default 2 is kind of inspired by Final Fantasy-esque, as you would expect from Square. The yeah. story revolves around like four elemental crystals that can destroy the world if they fall in the wrong hands. Sounds about right. Adventures that go out and save the world. And vanquish the darkness. Vanquish the darkness. <laughs> um, just so you guys know, we don't know too much about the story because, um, spoiler alert, this game is long. Mostly because <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta grind, bro. <laughs> oh yeah not only is it like a long game i think the total is like 60 hours but it becomes longer because 
you're sitting there grinding away, which is what you do in JRPGs, but... I don't know about this you, TJ, but I was feeling it in this JRPG-y, one. PGE, where I was just like, "All right, bro, like I'm starting to get a little upset." Yeah, I appreciate you guys taking this one on because I can do the grind. I can't, man. <laughs> uh, but I guess short. Um, tell us a little bit about the gameplay. What's what's up with the grind? You know, why why do you say that? Like, what are you doing in this game? Um, so I don't want to talk about the battle system yet, just because. Um, it's just like the fights. Like a lot of the fights. Um, you have, first of all, you have to get used to the battle system itself. And then it's just, a lot of the enemies are just like hard. (laughs) Okay. Where you're just like uh, under leveled. So you need to reach a certain criteria so you don't get absolutely demolished. Cause it's not even particularly like, uh, because it's a JRPG and it's, uh, pretty turn based. Um, even though you can kind of play with the turns, which we were talking to, you just, yeah, like not ready, you'll get fucking demolished. Exactly. Like in Final Fantasy, you could sort of do like an active time system where, yeah, it's turn-based, but also the enemies will go if you wait too long, which I find interesting, makes you think quick on your feet. But, um, yeah, the game felt... I love JRPGs, first of all, and I find them relaxing and, of course, fun. This one, for whatever reason, like the difficulty just ramped up pretty early on and i'm like wait wait wait. (laughs) this isn't supposed to get hard to like end game so uh, i think part of that though tj i don't know if you would agree was grappling with what i found to be overwhelming systems both in the battle system and with the job mechanics and just figuring out all that stuff at the beginning just um it overwhelmed me which is not something i usually apply to jrpgs it's a lot. It reminds me a lot of like if you took uh, the Fire Emblem system, mixed it with like Final Fantasy, and then threw in. Um, I don't. You guys probably never played, it, but it's one of my favorite games called Eternal Sonata, um, which is amazing. And it kind of like threw them all together in a way where it's like turn based, but at the same time, like you can, um, you have um, these brave points that you can use in order to like attack and do stuff and you can choose how much to use at a turn and so you can do multiple attacks uh, in which case you'll have to wait longer turns to get it back or you can up now or you can wait and then there's a job system where in most jrpgs you have one character that character sticks to one criteria so you're like i'm the character i'm the fighter or like this is the healer or like this is the archer in this game you can take any character you want you can basically make them play how you want them to play. So if you're like, I don't like him being a fighter, now he's the mage. Uh, that chick is kind of cool. Now she's going to be a cleric. He used to be the cleric. I hate that guy. Now I'm going to make him, I don't know, support. Like, Yeah, and, and all, all these like, systems, on the there, there's a lot. And it kind of, the game throws it all at you very early on. Like right off the bat, you've got your full uh, four-member party. Um and the process of learning the brave and default commands uh, was tough for me. Like, I'm not going to lie. Again, like TJ said, you're using the brave command to uh, initiate multiple attacks at once. But that drops you below like a little counter, like to zero or under. And then you're pretty much waiting there. You can't do any actions until you build up more default points or brave points, I guess, by using default. Um, and... <clears throat> While you're waiting, you're more exposed, so enemies could dish out more damage to you if you drop below those brave 
points. I'm still confused about it. It is. And it's like I, super tactical too because like you're like, okay, this character died. I need X amount of brave points for this to last. So now I got to hold this off and like hope I don't die taking these attacks and hopefully I can use this then. I need to save X amount of points to do this special ability. And right. like so you're like I'm trying to play RPG but at the same time I'm trying to be tactical but I can't really be tactical because I don't really know how to play the game yet. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and my RPG brain is thinking like, okay, I've got my uh attack guy I've got my black mage, I've got my white mage, I've got, you know, my specialized characters for their own roles, but it felt like as the game went on and you did a couple boss battles, like, uh, you almost need to use the different jobs in order to beat, like, certain dungeons and bosses, almost like it's a puzzle, whereas in another game where there was a pretty in-depth job system, like Yakuza, like a dragon, um, I thought the multiple different jobs in that were, like, expendable you didn't even have to change from your default job but in this i was playing around with it more because it seemed like i needed to specialize in certain things or certain situations i don't know if you did that nearly as much tj but that overwhelmed me too i'm like i don't want to be leveling up all this stuff you know the thing about it too is just like there's a lot to do in combat and there's a lot to do outside of combat because you have so many possibilities Exactly. You get like the classes that you can like double up and add on to depending on the level you're at. You get new abilities. You can add passive and like active stuff. It's just like from an RPG standpoint, like it's amazing because you can go out, you basically play how you want to play and do what you want to do. It's just the fact that they throw it all at you so early. And (laughs) I was like, slow down, please. Kind of overwhelmed. Exactly. So it was it was sounding to me kind of like you didn't like the the depth and the specialization of the system, but would you say it's more accurate to just say that like it wasn't explained thoroughly enough and so it was just overwhelming? Yeah, no, I definitely like I enjoy the customization. Um okay, it kind of okay. reminded me of like and people hate this game, but I like it kind of reminds me of Final Fantasy 102. Where uh. yeah, see, see? Uh, I guess you're kind of right though. Where you can just like you can play how you want to play and do classes and stuff like that. And that's I was gonna say because I that sounds to interesting to me, right? Like having that level of customization, being able to specialize. I don't know. Oh, that's it's something really I've, cool. It's yeah, amazing. It's something I've enjoyed doing in games. I mean, granted, very different kinds of games, but like Bioshock Two, drill only run, right? Uh, something like Cyberpunk, where it's like you know, hacker like all your points into like those skills. I like doing that kind of thing, so it sounded interesting to me that uh, that was an option here, right? Like, kind of specializing and, and really getting deep into those systems. I um, think very much one of those games where, like, there's a lot of play replayability and stuff just because there's so much that you can do. Yeah. And like, How does this... It was How cool. does it compare to the original, I guess, TJ, since you, since you got to play it? Um, like, did you f- find these troubles with the original game... Is it, it, did it just add on too much? Did it change everything? Like, what's the deal there for people who might be returning? Um, you know, um, I don't exactly remember <laughs> too much. I did look up the Fair. Brave and Default is returning, right? That was in the first yeah. game. Okay. I, I thought I liked all the systems that they had in it. I think I would have liked it a whole lot better if it was just dealt to the player in a different way. Sure. Um, because they throw it all right at you. And the Brave and Default, I still don't quite completely understand how that's <laughs> supposed to work uh, mechanically. Like, uh, I want to um, say, like, it it doesn't take away from my experience. It just was kind of frustrating because I'm, like, I was, one, I was trying to clock in as much time as possible before. Right. Um, 
the game before we had to review it itself and it's just like because there's just so much to grasp at once it was just like a little frustrating but if i actually like sat down and like was like all right and believe it or not the difficulty spikes i found kind of annoying um i don't usually say that but for this game for whatever reason i'm just like uh this difficulty is not working for me i don't know I'm also interested in the fact that it can get that hard for a Switch game. Because this is definitely mm. not one of those games where you're going to pass this to your kid and tell them, go right. and play and have fun. Like you got you Well, yeah, play. a Switch game with that chibi art style. Like I feel like a lot of kids might pick this up. I don't know. And that will draw them away. <laughs> the difficulty, I maybe. mean. Or maybe it'll draw them towards RPGs. That's the hope. But Maybe, it hopefully. Is not faint of, it's not for the faint of heart. Exactly. What, wait, what did you think about the art style speaking of that? Because I have thoughts. Um. Okay, so it's kind of weird because it was like it's built in, un, I think it's Unreal F- Engine 4. Like It's built in Unreal Engine. Um, You have like the chibi characters and then you have like these world around it, which I thought was beautiful because it kind of mixes yeah. like traditional like watercolors and like the 3D aspects. Like everything looks really cool and like the outside and like the outer world and all that stuff like i love the aesthetic about it sometimes like it looks like garbage (laughs) right that's what i was gonna say i completely agree with you when you're actually like in the towns they look like paintings i think they're gorgeous um the one desert town i thought was amazing and beautiful the world map was a little bland for me just traversing through there um, but the points where it, the art style didn't really work for me is when you combine those like backdrops when the characters are speaking with like the chibi forms in front of the backdrop because then it turned into a very flat kind of um, oh what's the word for it, it looked kind of rubbery I don't know if yeah. that's the word but it looked I, odd it looked I off to me Can I'm going to chime in as someone like- who didn't even play it uh, but I remember when they announced the game, I knew nothing about it. I just remember seeing the title Bravely Default 2. I think the original trailer, or at least what I saw, was literally just like backdrops or something. There were no characters. It was nothing else. It was just that and then a title screen. Uh, I'm assuming for fans who already knew what Bravely Default was. As someone who knew nothing about it, I was like, ooh, that looks pretty. I wonder what that is. I was interested in it. And then when we added it to the roster and I looked it up and I saw the character designs, I was like, never mind. So, you know, the, the world looks beautiful. It's just sometimes they stand in front of it and it looks like you have a clean yeah. ball in like, the yeah. real world. It's like, can you guys like get out of the way so I can look at the background behind you? <laughs> it looks like one of those iPhone apps that would get advertised to me in like a YouTube ad. It, You know what it literally does? Because it looks like the iPhone game for Final Fantasy VII that's coming out in like a year. <laughs> Well, yeah. like, and, like, the interactions of it is kind of cool, though, I like, because, like, you'll run around in the outer world, and it looks like you're running on, like, a 2D plane, but you have this 3D character. Right. Um, and because everything looks watercolored and painted, there's kind of that, like, <clears throat> dissonance. But mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. Music is okay, too. Music was good. What did you think about the voice acting? <clears throat> huh. Um. <laughs> Straight up, I didn't like it. Um, yeah, I switched. You can switch to Japanese, and with subtitles. And the I should have done that. Spot on, like amazing, very well done. Um, Damn, I should have done that. I generally like if I'm playing a JRPG, just because like a lot of like English English voices just sound weird coming out of J. 
Well, it depends. I mean, I, as a fan of Persona, which I think Persona 4, 5, 3, all of them, the English cast are phenomenal. And, I mean, I've been playing Persona 5 Royal lately, so I'm like, oh, yeah, let's give the English voices a try. Mistake. I should have switched to Japanese for this game because English voices were kind of lackluster to me. But, I but don't then know, again, like, a little bland. The problem with that is, like, I don't know if that's just us being snobs just because, like, we like that kind of content or if, like, the voice actors just seem kind of awful. Right, maybe. That, I mean, like, that's I a good also, point. Also, like, I don't watch dubbed anime for the same reason. So, <clears throat> true, true. Um, so I, is- I guess I don't. Again, the story is really generic. Um, you play like the heroes of light. You're fighting not not um the evil. You're fighting the ultimate evil. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're collecting the crystals. Gonna save the world from darkness. Because you're the hero of light. Friends on the way. And customizing your teammates, which was a lot of fun. Most of the, the fun aspect of it is the gameplay itself. Which, while it's super confusing, it is super fun. Until you're grinding for like three hours. Right. Um, I mean, outside of the um, the chibi form of the characters, I do think the actual like characters themselves how they're designed how they're dressed and all that stuff was interesting um and i did like their personalities despite the voice acting that i didn't quite care for and you know there's a difference between like the presentation of the characters and the world versus like the actual design of them i guess i don't know if i'm explaining that right so like the enemy design was very well done the character design and the the world design i i liked quite a bit i thought they were all very um imaginative creative i liked i liked all that having the clay characters doesn't take too much away from me it's just the fact that when you put them against it's the fact that they're like 3d characters like molded characters in an almost realistic world sometimes and then then in like a 2d world so like there's just like that clash and i think like my eyes are just like i don't know how to process this right um have we talked about like the actual I we did a little bit at the beginning but to me the biggest takeaway from the gameplay itself was the grind of it all um and that's sort of what hurt the game the most for me again that's what I love out of JRPGs I really don't mind the grind I find it relaxing but I think the biggest thing is the systems of the game I didn't find interesting enough to warrant wanting to go out and grind however the game made it so necessary to do that because of the difficulty of like the bosses and stuff like going into a boss fight i said i'm probably gonna lose this because i don't know what's going on then i'll go and i'm gonna have to go grind do it all over again and i don't want to grind which is not usually what i say in a jrpg usually i'm like oh cool i get to use an awesome battle style some more let's go grind um so that was my like takeaway back to like the old school like rpgs where they like you have to go grind this but like it's a lot it is a lot um yeah i will say like i don't regret buying the game like i enjoy playing it it's just that grind is a lot and it takes it to the point where like i have to play this game in like bursts this is absolutely not one of those games where you're just like i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna barrel through this 100 percent, i agree yeah <laughs> something you gotta like plan out like all right i'm gonna beat this boss today and then maybe in a few days i'll come back with like tomorrow 
Um, right. Because it's a lot, and it's a lot of repetition. Um, going around the yes. same spots, fighting the same enemies, just to level up, get the get a feel for the new abilities. Um, figure oh, out your perfect team. <laughs> that's something. Yeah, we didn't even talk about um, the side quests. They. Aren't side quests? They are fetch quests. Is the more appropriate term. Just the lack of things that you could do with those side quests was kind of disappointing. And I get there are plenty of JRPGs that are like that. I think Nino Kuni has a very fetch questy system in it. Uh, The first near game might have. So I'm used to that. But um, something like this, it just I didn't have fun doing that over and over again. You know. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm not super far into the game, but it wasn't like a lot of fetch quests or like, go do this for me, go collect it kind of aspect of it, which I didn't like take the, like, it didn't take the draw away from me, but it was, it also wasn't like, oh, I can't wait to go do this next side quest. Let me go see if I can get something cool. It was just like, all right, well, let me give me something to do to break out the monotony of grinding. Right. And you mentioned the whole concept of like, oh, yeah, they're trying to be like classic JRPGs of old, all that stuff. That's fine. And you could go for that sort of design in your art and your music and uh, maybe gameplay systems and all that. But there also needs to be like a modern hook to it all that doesn't bring you back to the past in terms of like banging your head against the wall because <laughs> the the monotonous repetition of old JRPGs there needs to be something that brings you back in where it's like okay this is still a modern day game even though they're trying to capture that magic of like I don't know the 90s um I don't know if this game quite did that though I'm not sure if it did um but again I didn't I didn't hate my purchase of it I'm just like there Something about the gameplay didn't quite grab me. See, that at least to me seems a little bit telling only because, and I might be oversimplifying it, but I know you are a huge JRPG fan, right? So, like, your, your lukewarm feeling on it that I'm picking up at least, to me... Uh, uh, would solidify... Again, I haven't played it. I have no judgments, but I'm like, if Palazzo didn't like it, then there's a high chance that I probably wouldn't have. There's also Although a, I could also be very wrong. You could just speed up battles too. Like So the game knows that these guys take a while because you can literally speed up. Yes, that gives you that option. I think that's a wonderful option too, but I'm like, okay, the developers know this is going to take a while. They know you're going to be grinding and want to <laughs> speed through these battles. Another quality of life thing, there were plenty of map markers telling you where to go, which I thought was nice because, again classic jrpgs are have a difficult time of telling you where exactly you need to go which is a little annoying so i appreciated the the markers um it it might be in your face for some people but i i didn't mind it i like just them telling me go here now (laughs) you know Mm. yeah that wasn't too bad yeah and i know (laughs) jrpg fans will probably hate me for saying like there's too much grinding because that's what those games are but I think you still need to have an interesting battle system in order to bring you to the grinding aspect of these games. Like, that makes you want to go out and fight enemies over and over again. Persona's like that. Final Fantasy's like that. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, fantastic battle system. But this one was just, I'm going to say, bland enough to make me not care about doing most of that. This is definitely one of those games where I would recommend you play the demo first to figure out if you're going to... Yeah, good that's point. that's really fair advice, I think. 
I'm glad they had a demo for people to try. I think a yeah, lot of games should like, do that. Uh, <laughs> from what I understand, Square took a lot of like people's input. That's good. But yeah, um, do you guys have any any questions? My like my big question that is still just not clear to me, but I think you guys also answered it is kind of like what you're doing, like why you're doing it, right? Because like we could say you're fighting, right? But that is like most games, so it's like why am I fighting things? But it seems to me like it's just you're fighting the darkness because it's the well, darkness. It, it is it's an actual like story to it. Like you play as a character who's going out and um I can't fully remember exactly. You're like a sailor and your ship is destroyed at the beginning and then stuff happens and then you're fighting the darkness. <laughs> Um, but no, so John, like, what's that, your end goal? Kill the villain. I mean, TJ and I haven't <laughs> gotten to the end, so I don't know if it changes throughout. Well, but yeah, I but s- like, I guess no, no, just no, like, in terms I, I, of like where you are now, why are you doing what you're doing? Right. You know, like, like, what I are you working towards your point? And I'm going to be honest, the game doesn't necessarily, uh, give you, I mean, people might disagree to give you that reason that you may be looking for. Sure. Um, versus with plenty of other JRPGs like this, you're basically fighting the darkness in most of them. However, there is that hook at the beginning of each game as to why you want to go fight this villain or defeat this entity because they do something like, oh, kill a family member or destroy your home world or they do something mm-hmm. that gives you the player in their mind like, I need to go after this person and stop them from doing that to someone else. Yeah. Whereas in this game, I'm like, yeah, I guess we're just doing the damn thing. <laughs> like, I, I didn't have that feeling of, of a hook that drew me into why I was doing what I was doing. I don't know if TJ disagrees, though. Uh, what was that? The the reason for why we're going out to essentially do what we're doing in the game. Fighting the darkness, saving the world, all that stuff. Um, It's just, he gets sent out on this mission. um, And then you end up collecting people on the way. Like, I tell you, like, you were, you were one of the heroes of... So go out, find these crystals. See, like, literally, it's just because. It's not... That, again, okay. no no hook. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very generic. Yeah. Cool. Well, that... Like, to someone like me, again, who, like, I didn't play, if I was considering buying it, that's a great thing to know, right? Because that, to me, is, like, an, a very important thing for a game. I don't know if you feel the same... Uh, at least not with this style, I don't know, but like, of course, having that that hook and that narrative reason to want to play the game is a huge thing for me, so I that's a helpful answer to have. Yeah, it's not like you're bombing a Mako reactor, which is ten times more interesting. <laughs> oh well. But yeah, I mean, that's that was kind of my big question, because I, I think you guys touched a lot on like the mechanics of the game. In my head, I was just like, but why? Uh, but there we go (laughs) (laughs) and maybe it's because we haven't finished it maybe the why comes later but for right now it's not there there was a lot of like character interactions and like dialogue within this game so like you can really get to know like each of these characters figure out why they're joining your journey Mm -hmm. stuff like that because everyone has their own particular reason for joining the crew and there's just like a lot of like backstory and there's stories within the individual towns you go to that I thought were kind of interesting sometimes. I enjoyed those. Cool. But yeah, I mean, uh, that that's my big question. I have a question. Okay. Um, I know you guys haven't finished it. Uh, do you plan to finish it? Are you? Do you see yourself finishing it? Do you want to finish it? I do. Um, I want to finish it. 
One, just because like, I started investing in it. And two, just to see if I can find something really cool to play um, to like for team-wise. So... Um, but yeah, but it's definitely something I'm just gonna like. I have, have for the Switch. I'm just gonna pick up and play like sometimes. And play. okay, sure. I want to finish it, but I do not yearn to finish it. It's okay. not something that's immediately saying like I gotta go play this right now. And okay. it is not something I'm going to finish before other games that I have not finished. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That's. I don't know. That's. That's telling for me. Yeah, so. absolutely. Thank you. Are we ready for a vote? I'm ready. So in the case oh of Bravely Default 2, how do we vote? So, okay. Um, I don't regret buying the game. I did have fun playing it. However, I found myself being more frustrated than having fun oftentimes and i um do regret buying it for 60 dollars um it which really disappoints me as a big jrpg fan like it almost feels like i'm saying something dirty by by saying these things about one but um i would say it's not necessarily like you shouldn't experience the game because some people will have fun with this. And it is certainly not a bad game by any means. Like, there's clearly thought put into it. However, I think most people should wait till this game drops in price. And I certainly think everyone should try out the demo before they even think about buying the game just to see if it's something that you think you'll enjoy. Um, but as for right now, this very moment, I'm going to have to say maybe don't buy this one. Um, there's other JRPGs you could buy before this. Persona 5 is one of them. But, yeah, it, it's a don't buy for me. Um, so my aspect, I agree with a lot of that. I did have I do have fun playing it. Um, I don't regret buying it at all. But it is one. It's a huge grind. It's a big commitment. Even if you are a JRPG fan, and this may or may not be your cup of tea, so I definitely recommend getting the demo. Um, for a Switch game, is great just because you can take time and like really like walk around and play it. If this was for PlayStation, I'd be a lot more upset um, just because I wouldn't have as much freedom to go about and play. It. I'd have to legitimately just sit in my chair and like focus on this. Um, and at sixty dollars. <clears throat> Um, it's a little, it's not upsetting because, uh, story wise, it's like, eh, but like gameplay wise and like everything they put into the game, like it was well worth the $60. I still just don't recommend buying it at $60, which is really, it feels really bad to say, but like, I agree with Me a lot too. of them. Uh, you should definitely pick it up when it's a little bit cheaper just because of like the fact that you can't even commit as much to it people love this game it's a great game um but because i think that you should get it is one because i think that it only fits to a certain niche of people and then a niche within that niche and the fact that it is 60 dollars for a switch game i'm gonna say do not buy um but that's not a do not play definitely check out the demo if you enjoy the demo absolutely pick up this game so in the case of Bravely Default 2, by unanimous vote, you should not buy it though. 
It feels like I'm cheating on someone right now by saying don't buy the game. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's, it's again, it's one of those like oh, I don't man. say don't buy it right now. It's definitely not a do not play. It's just a yeah play when it's cheaper. That's See, I it, think that's fair. I don't it, I don't know. I didn't play it, but I think that's a fair statement. I'm it feels like boat. Palazzo's cheating on someone. To me, it looks like I'm watching someone else dating like a potential partner and realizing I dodged a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> like, if it was oh no, you would hate this like, game. Oh, like John yeah, Carlo, John, yeah. do not buy this game. <laughs> yeah, not a John Carlo game. Yeah, de- definitely did not sound like it. We opened with grind conversation, and I was like, oh man, okay. Let's That's see. just because, like, story, there's so much going on story-wise that, like, at the same point, doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, everybody has their reason to go do this, and everyone's fighting their own struggles. But and at hey, the point, like, you don't necessarily care. Like, grind is not always a bad thing. Um, I feel like people use it in a bad way, but as long as the gameplay of the game you're playing is like fun and engaging and you don't get tired of doing it like grinding can be a joy sometimes it really can like in kingdom hearts i love it persona 5 adore it but in this game hell no and it's just because like all the the bosses are hard they all got counters and all this stuff you gotta figure out strategies and your enemies have your players have to be a certain level and have the abilities in order to be able to you have to Probably know what they're going to do. They punish you for having the wrong combination of teams just because, yeah. like, your team sucks against this particular enemy. Yeah. Like, Monster Hunter World did a really good job with Grind, for my taste at least, because, at, like, every mission, no matter what, feels like a big deal. Like, it feels like you're doing something, you're engaged, you're active. Um, but when it comes to, like, little stuff where it's just like, oh, I just got to do this over and over just because I need, because I need it and not because, like, I want to. Oh man, I'm like, why are you playing the game then? Go to work. Like, you know. <laughs> if you want to play an RPG game on the Switch, I highly recommend getting um Tales of Zestiria. But yeah. Yeah. And I've heard good things about Persona 5 Strikers, so Um, but thank you guys for playing the game, for giving us a thoughtful review. Yeah, sorry thank- you didn't uh really like it. That's a shame. I mean it happens, not everything. It's okay. Not every game's gonna be a Zynga. exactly that's true yeah uh well and thank you all at home for listening and thank you to our founding parents for supporting the show adriana racon juan sorrija will williams and bear joanny sorrija andrea jimenez neste claudia acosta marshy a jerry benetados katrina scott carolina rivero alejandro Alarcón, alexia wild joanny neste daniel utset and synovia ash thank you all so much for your support if you enjoy what we're doing here and you want to support us Consider checking, chicken? Consider checking the links in the show notes, and or going to patreoncom buy so we can get Amanda a switch. And uh, <laughs> if you want to donate one, let us know. We'll give you an address to send it to. Oh yeah, we, we've got a Kofi too. If you don't want to do recurring oh donations, you could leave a, a three hundred dollar donation with the note for Amanda's switch. Wow, <laughs> guys, it's okay. It's, it's gonna. I don't want you to feel like you have to. There's no pressure here. I just want to make sure that's you that don't is have clear. To. She just needs yeah. a game system. Yeah, but Amanda I, does get very mad about it off mic. Uh, we saying. talk. Oh my! <laughs> She's like, "How dare they not donate a Switch?" You game? really? Like, wow! They, y'all really just want to. Amanda's me like, "I'm the cutest you know person I'm in this favorite. cast." Don't they understand? And we're oh like, "Oh, okay, gosh. slow your roll." <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm leaving. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. The rest of us are gonna leave too. We'll talk at you real soon. Goodbye. 
Goodbye. Goodbye.